Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation. Okay, 34 minutes gone past midday. You're listening to Lagos Talks 91.3. Time for directions. Okay, so I um, came across a story and I think we could we could drive conversations around this up until one when I'll be joined by the ladies, well, the lady on the dish today. Uh, Tony's around anyway. <laughs> Okay, do you want do you want to chime in? You welcome, want to chime? welcome. Yeah, I'm glad to see Tony. I'll be hearing Tony on the very, uh, very what? You know. Tell me now. Frizzy, frizzy, frizzy. Okay, okay. Happening. <laughs> <laughs> Tony's going to join us powerfully on the midday show uh, later around um, around one o'clock for yeah. the for the dish. The lady I'm looking and forward the lad to on the, dish. the lady and the. You're the lad. On the, dish. the lad on the dish. Yeah. Uh, do I like the word lad? to make it flow you know okay what, what word do you prefer i don't know uh <laughs> just feels so Let's sporty that one for now and then when you find one we'll, you like, we'll, we'll, we'll think about we'll yeah. think about that okay so today on directions i don't know if you've heard about this you know frenzy about parenting lately i've been reading some reddit um forums and all of that some on quora as well and then i stumbled upon something about a 60-year-old Nigerian man who shared his regret on parenting. Now, here's a drill. He said he got married at 25, which I think is quite cringe. 25, he's still a kid. Okay. Uh, 25, finished his PhD at 35. He became a professor at the age of 40. So, things were going fast for him. And... Um, he later on realized that uh, this was all misplaced priority from his own path. Now, his ambition was, um, in his own opinion, blindfolded. Uh, he feels like he got things all wrong and he has to share his experience with people and um, hopefully he can get feedback from people on what to proceed on right now. He's 60 right now, by the way, but he started this very long journey of self-accomplishment at the age of... 25 so i don't know what you think about getting married at 25 for a guy anyway um but he said he worked very hard as a lecturer and uh what, what, at some point as an admin now? guy he's 60 now so i think in that era no you, you don't think it's, it's appropriate that i mean people were getting married at 60 marry weren't they I mean, at 25? marrying to, you know, be able to enjoy the fruits of marriage. But that's so African. Like, you want to you want to get married young. You want to get kids maybe like 30, 35, right? That was like pretty much the global societal that norm, was like, like in those days. That was like traditional. the... Traditional, yeah. yes, you know. Very traditional. You know, in Nigeria, you're expected to get married at a certain age. And that there's this whole arrangement about your kids will eventually become your retirement plans which I think is uh, a disaster waiting to happen. Uh, but, but nonetheless, he is regretting right now, 60 years of age, he has missed out on a lot of things, uh, you know, having to take his children to school, boarding school had to be like the uh, alternative to what he had to do as a parent. So he had missed out on, you know, the teenage years of his kids to boarding school. 
and um, his kids in a way also followed suit they also started to pursue you know their career and they were off the house so since he was 30 35 he had not spent at least one two years with his kids oh wow so there's not a good relationship there so, so right now his kids are like at maybe at the age of 30 32 33 also preparing to get married so it seems like doomsday for him uh, because he will eventually not spend any time with his kids ever sounds like uh i don't know like an anticlimactic uh, drama drama series or something but but what do you think about that? Why did you that? say the anticlimax? Because uh, I was still waiting for you to put more meat yeah, on the bone. Yeah, 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 like a lot of people, you know, we have this aspirations because of socialization here in Africa that uh, get married at this age so you can have kids on time. And then we don't think about parenting. Mm. Do you actually have or do, are you planning to inculcate or infuse the period to parent your kids? Or are you just trying to have kids? Because you have to have kids. I think adulthood has this like set of things, like a checklist of things, and you just kind of tick them off. Because you were told that that was the way to go, like Indeed. like a pilot trying to Indeed. you know check his check his flights and um, schedule. My mom used to say to me when I was younger, she'd say, um, "Read your book, study. When you graduate, men will be rushing you." <laughs> how, how did that pan out for you? Um, I wouldn't say that men rush women based on the degrees or qualifications they can Especially in Africa. <laughs> I don't think uh, that's a criteria. And I mean, I, this was in the UK. So, okay. yeah, so this is, I don't think this is an exclusive. Well, your, your parents, your parents, of course, are Nigerians now. So uh, 100%. Uh, proper yes, Nigerians. Yes, so they'll give yes. the Nigerian feel mm-hmm. and give their orientation. Uh, Indeed. Well, yes, in the UK, but don't forget that you are. Um, they never said stuff that. like that, but they would okay. just say things like, you know, study focus you know this is the time to build your life your future is ahead of you you yeah. know i want to be here forever the way you make your bed is the way you mm. sleep on it oh it's we have that like a hundred times mm. over you know but but do you think they were just trying to do what they had to do to um get the best out of life um yeah i mean i think that values are very important mm. you know when you understand that um hard work pays and being honest and forthright is a good thing and you live your life by sort of those sort of core values Hmm. even when you're away from your parents or in their absence once you have a value system that you subscribe to and you live your life by it Hmm. it forms a a basis or part of your character Hmm. yeah 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 in a way that, that that ticks you know um and it's important to have these values installed i like to use the word installed because i feel like human beings are like uh, biological software. machines mm. you know uh at a very early stage you are like uh, a machine without a software and socialization tends to be that uh, it guy who installs the os into mm. the child the app store uh, you know the app store exactly mm. the app store so you're you you're pretty much very volatile at that age and um, a lot of times the the way or the path in which your life will go a lot of times it depends on your first, say, 15, 20 years. I might be wrong. It's just my opinion anyway. Mm. First 15, 20 years when you're still being molded, you're still a greenhorn to life. And, um, you know, so you cannot remove the importance of, of those um, very young years of your life. And then as a parent, you want to be there at that time. You want to not take the sticks later in life by your same kids who you're trying to protect and you're trying to hustle for and not do what you have to do to ensure that they also have a good life. 
So the time is what I'm talking about now. The time. I, I came across a video some, I think, some weeks ago. It was a video, in the, I think, in the U.S. or so. Um, it was a video of um, a lady, a little, little student, and I think in a college or something, she was assaulting the teacher. Like really battering oh, her. Oh, okay. I don't know if you saw it. No, the one I've seen was a little girl. She was like an African American girl, and she yeah, was like was pulling down shelves and. Was she pulling out shelves? St- yeah, this that's the one I saw. She's like okay. about maybe six or seven or something like that. Uh, I'm gonna fish out that video and show it to you. So she, I think I even had my own hot take on it, and I went a little viral. Let me see. But it was just crazy. And um, the first thing that came to mind was this is just, number one, failed parenting. Because a child who is cultured, regardless of the provocation, except you're, not, except you're being attacked or you're being threatened physically, and then you have to defend yourself. As long as it's a verbal exchange, not even talking about your teacher, you're raising your hands on your teacher. That was the situation. She was raising her hands on the teacher and sometimes you want to quickly throw sticks at the, at the child, but at the same time, you need to be logical and address the root cause. You need to understand, okay, where is she coming from? So when I see people on the road and I'm like, this person is misbehaving or this person is acting out of line, the first thing that comes to mind, maybe because of my background in sociology and psychology, okay. I first of all want to attack where you're coming from. So where did you grow up? Why are you acting this way? And um, is there, are there reasons why you're acting this way? Is it is it a matter? Are you maladjusted? Are you maladapted to the society? Are you just uh, someone who is a truant or just a menace to society? Sorry to interject, but what do you think are the causes for maladaptation to society? Culture shocks, number one. I mean, if you bring someone from uh, Finland, okay. which is one of the most, uh, uh, how will I put it now, the most secure places in the world, in terms of crime, crime rates. You bring the person to Oshodi and drop the person there. Give the person a crash course to just survive. You don't come around this time. Don't come to this place around this time. Do you think the person is going to survive one week in the heart of Oshodi? Or somewhere around Shomolu or somewhere around uh, uh, Shoki. I mean, I've been here for a few years now and I... I yeah. do, do, do you feel sometimes maladapted? Um... Yeah, sometimes. Actually, you, you just know that you cannot fix this. Like, um, yeah, actually, oh, like if I, because I have a tendency to, I'm quite an adventurous person, mm. so I don't have an issue, for example, getting inside a bus. Okay, we're going to break quickly and then we'll come back. Sleep. <laughs> Lagos Talks in collaboration with Ginger presents Find Your Match. A Valentine's Day matchmaking event where 30 strangers meet for the very first time to see if they can find love in a breathtaking location with an exquisite menu created by world-class chefs. If you are single and wish to find the right partner, all you have to do is visit at Lagos Talks 913 or at ginger underscore Lagos on Instagram. Click the link in the bio and fill the form. Participants with the most compatible qualities will be chosen. This is totally free. So hurry and fill the form as entries close on the 5th of February. Haruna, this is Akman. Unduka, how will I want to do on election day? On election day, I go take my PVC. When I retire, they vote. I broom and go put my hand over Tinubu. On election day, I go take my PVC. When I retire, they vote. 
People of Nigeria, make we all come out on election day and vote Ashiwaju Bola Tinubu as president. Make Nigeria for better. Make you put your hand for APC, the party where show broom. Not forget to, oh, now broom you go put your hand in. Bam! On election day, I go check my PVC. When I reach where they go to, broom I go put my hand oh, for Tinubu. You need money, rent money, business money, rent money, school fees money, rent money, anything money, rent money, house rent money, rent money, money to hold body, rent money, you want to invest your money, rent money, anything money, rent money. For personal or business loans or to earn great interest on your savings, visit rentmoney.com or call 0700 5500. Need money, rent money. This is Lagos Talks 91.3. Okay, you're listening to Lagos Talks 91.3. And uh, Tony and I, I'll just thank you, Tony. Uh, Tony and I have just been having a conversation about this whole parenting thing and um, the the dynamics, the, the perspectives from an African standpoint. Of course, we're Africans, first off, before you even try to say you, you grew up somewhere else you are number one african you can run away from it even if you were born somewhere else you look african you look nigerian you look legotian in a way um so would what you th- legotian look like legotian looks tough and uh and you know ready to take on anything hmm. <laughs> legotians are impatient as well legotians are very competitive in every sense so if you see someone who's very competitive you have to look deeply and, and be very sure so that you're not dealing with. people look soft? Anywhere else apart from Lagos? Hmm. I think living in the CBD is basically going to toughen you if you if you grew up in a CBD. Even in London, in New York, in every capital or commercial capital of the it's world. Definitely, urban areas are definitely fast-paced. Yeah, so you have to adapt. So adapting makes you competitive. You don't think so? I, I get you. So, so if if I live in New, if I if I'm coming from London or New York or from from Berlin or anywhere like like the commercial hot spot in the world, I have that um, competitive tendency in a way, and I know that my survival pretty much relies on how able I am to compete. I don't have to be physically competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you can be competitive in every every other sense. You can just know that you don't. There's no room for slacking, basically. So even if you're a gentle person, you know in your head that you have to do some things to ensure that you stay ahead. So, so this whole parenting thing, uh, where are we getting things wrong? For a 60-year-old man who is regretting right now, is he in the right to regret it um, at, this, at this point? I mean, you know, sometimes there's what they call medicine after, after death. Hmm. That's really what it is because his children, the formative years of their life and have have already passed and elapsed mm. he can only sort of try to just salvage what he has in terms of like being in contact with them and just you mm. know but it's never you're never going to have the same relationship yeah. as someone who or children or you know children and parents where there's been a consistent um you know communication and involvement mm. in their lives in their from lives. an early the tender formative so years. You, you can make up for that later in life no you can't let's take some calls right now lagos talks Hello. Good afternoon. Good, Good afternoon. afternoon. To you. Permit me to say 
Happy birthday. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is Lisa. Birthday. I didn't no, even no, know. Not today, actually. Oh, yesterday. Okay. Happy, happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Lisa, I'm going to just blush endlessly here. Happy You've been counting birthday. down. And I love it. Your father's name very famous from the first day I heard it. Falotum. Happy birthday to He's really Thank smiling. You. I, I am indeed. Um, if I was fairer than this, you'd see the blush. But anyway, listen, I did really appreciate you. I, I, I think Kofi told me that you called in. Uh, was it a couple of days ago? Uh, before I stepped out on the mic, you know. So, listen, thank you so much for the love. I really do this, appreciate it. At one o'clock exactly would be the first time I heard your voice. On the gates with okay. the ladies. With a splendid... Oh, just maybe, maybe when the when the mics are off, you can just do, uh, talk about it. You know, okay. she wasn't there when you. Uh, yeah, she wasn't you know, here. I'm just meeting doing for the first time, and it's, it's yeah, going exactly. well so far. <laughs> she wouldn't understand. She wouldn't mm. understand, but she would when you explain to her. So mm. this was the voice that that gave the dish a different spin on things. It was wonderful. <laughs> Okay, thank you, thank you. Listen, come on, be going. Uh, uh-uh. why are you whining me like this? You know, I've waited almost a year for this. You know. Okay, thank you, though. Thank you, you know, so much. I don't, I don't take it for this. granted. I, I said mm. better later never. It could have been done on the night show, mm. but because of the promotion and everything, I said, ah, wait a minute. Maybe you should get a day off because you're going to be seen mm. tomorrow. As, uh, that's my assumption. Yeah. Then hearing you right now in the afternoon. I said, well, the Lord has done it for tag, me. Tag team <laughs> vibes. I, I got the tag from Paula and Anifi, so I had to tag in, you know. It's, it's how we roll great, here, Lagos great. Talk. So and, it just, it just for today anyway. Anifi did a wonderful job yesterday. I mean, on the on the night show, I mean, we were all there when when the, when the our, our prospective person uh, to be elected yes, were on air. for House of Reps. Very nice. They were here. But, but it's your day. It's your month. Okay. Happy Valentine's Day, and I Thank wish you. you the best Thank you. in your new assignment. Thank you so much. Listen. Should I mean, on this particular matter, please, 25 years is not too old or not too young. Okay. It's just the right for a man. Between 25 and 28, in this modern you, you don't think You don't think is premature for family life and parenting? Once, you, once, you, once you've crossed 18... With the right parental care, I, it is, I'm assuming that the man had the right parental care himself for him to get married mm. at 25. Okay. Yes, he must have. And don't forget, 25 in the 20th century is old. Our great-grandfathers in the 15th, 18th century got married much earlier. Will, so, will you say that was a better situation or a better way to go? Getting no, married we, much we, earlier? of cultures we are caught in a clash of mm. cultures we have okay. our own culture and we have the western style culture you see and the western style says you have to go to secondary school university come out be on your own do this mm. and this and this but in our own culture back then we had a situation where when you were 18 when you were 17 now in europe uh, i think in, um tony can correct me in this at 18, you can go out, you can leave the house. Yeah. And live on your own. Yeah. Am I correct? Yes, mm. you're correct. Good. But do you know that even earlier than 18, those in Africa back then, 
were men. I could marry. 15, mm. 16, 17. That, that was more of a cultural um, trigger, right? It still happens in Nigeria anyway. It was more of a cultural yeah, thing, too. Yeah, it wasn't an urban thing. The reason, yeah, the reason why they could marry was because mm. they were already made by the standards that we had back then. Mm. Those okay. who, were, who were farmers were farmers. Those who were fishermen were fishermen. Those who were blacksmiths, oh, those ones are the rich ones, blacksmiths and goldsmiths, Mm. Were there? Do you understand? So they were earning money. What do you need to get married? You need a good head on your shoulders, an adult personality, the ability to bear children, and funds. Mm. Okay. All right. Everything was set there. But now, what do you need to get married? The standards are different. So I believe that the man felt that he had trained his people boarding school this and that and this and that and they came out if you look at it he's a success as a father mm. because they're getting and even their children but, but he doesn't he doesn't kids. feel listen he doesn't now now he's regretting because he doesn't have that he wasn't able to establish even at the age of 60 he wasn't able yes. to establish that rapport with his own biological children and um, i mean when people say happiness it's, it's deeper than what people think Maybe that one thing would have, you know, been is one source of true happiness at the age of 60. But unfortunately, his career pretty much rubbed him off of that, uh, you know, privilege. His career was necessary to give the children the best, at least what we we consider Mm. the best care. Because most people, when we were in secondary school, it is, you either go, you you must go to federal government college. If you don't, you go to a state school and Mm. that's not, you're just playing second best. But he should went to federal government colleges, boarding school, good schools, and all that. What okay. he should do now is appreciate what he has. You all can't right. have it all. Okay. All right. All right. Listen, thank you for your uh, contribution. In- interesting. You can't have it all. I don't know if that is a thing. Some people have it all. Well, in this regard, in, in terms of being able to establish that connection with their kids. Mm-hmm and um, sustain it through even towards their yeah, retirement age. So some people do it. Some people are also able to provide for their kids, you know, uh, made up with the financial demands. That's I mean, start as you mean to go on, really. Okay. If you would like to enjoy a, a warm relationship with your children in your old age, mm-hmm. you start that with them from their youth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, someone was even given a very... I would like to say flimsy excuse. When I saw that video of a, of a kid who was assaulting his, ch- his teacher, which is almost suicidal in this part of the world, I mean, you're going to be caned seriously. Mission, yeah, I'm telling you, it's, it's, I couldn't even imagine it. I, so, I don't know if it's, I don't know, PTSD, pseudo PTSD. I, I cannot imagine laying my hands on my teacher. I can't imagine it. It's unimaginable. Because they, they can't smack you. They can't, they can't touch you. you. So, so they, they have laws yes, that are yeah. kind of like faulty. Faulty in the sense that it's, it's almost impossible to win a case of um, a multiplication between a teacher and a student. There are laws in the U.S. I think you can use reasonable force mm-hmm. uh, to an extent to and, yes, defend yourself as a yeah. teacher. But you're, you're still going to be doing a lot more to convince the jury that you are indeed trying to defend yourself. Uh, and it's, it's, it's quite something, you know. So, so when you say um, time to take care of your children, I mean, do you trade off career for... For that establishment with your kids, do you, or is it is it one one for the other? I mean, I, I can relate to 
the situation, I mean, the conundrum that many parents find themselves in. Mm. Obviously, um, part of parenting, one aspect is the relationship side between a parent and the child, the bonding, mm. the discipline and what have you. And then the other side is actually being able to provide materially for, mm. for the child as well, keeping a mm. roof over their head, having the bills paid, being able to put them through school and mm. what have you. And that requires a sacrifice of time by way of obviously work. Mm. Um, I think that in life, one of the key things is balance. It's always just about finding the right balance. Mm. I mean, obviously, if you're if you have a um, if you're communicating with your child and you at least find the moments when you do have time to make that time count, mm. they'll grow. I think they'll grow up to understand and appreciate that that an effort of some sort was made. Do they? Because a lot of times when people talk about parenting and then they try to divide the roles between the, the mom and the dad, mm-hmm. culturally in Africa, the, the man provides so he goes out to try to get the, the resources yep, needed to. You know, and I'm assuming a very reasonable and responsible family now because I know there are many unreasonable families and parents. So in a reasonable cultural African society... The mom is more available physically than the dad. But as time goes on and then, of course, you know, culture is dynamic. Things are happening and changing. In the next fast forward 40, 50 years, that same man who was being cultural and providing at his early age will be given sticks for not being available physically. You know, so so it is it is something. So when you think about it in in hindsight, you're like, okay, you know, I don't know. How can we uh, reconcile the the time lapse and then how culture has changed? Because culturally, the man is supposed to be out there getting the money in. He might have to trade that off for being physically available. I know sometimes some people are superhuman. They're able to divide the time. Like you said, balance is very important. Uh, But if you're going to pick a side and say, I'd rather do this. If I had to pick one, what will I pick? Go out there at the expense of being physically available or will I uh, be available and will struggle together to, you know, get the resources to to fend for, for their lives? Tony, what would you do? No, you were asking yourself the question. I'm looking at you no. waiting to hear what you would say. No, I want to know you're, what you're you would man say. And I want you to, because you already started, you'd already embarked on, uh, like you were... Yeah. I just wanted, I just wanted to, to pull, up, pull us back to the reality on ground mm-hmm. that things are changing. We should also unlearn something. I mean, mm-hmm. men are expected to also be more physically and emotionally available. Yeah. But it wasn't the same way in years past. You just have to provide. Fair enough. And, it wasn't. But uh, yeah. what would you do? You're not going to get away from it. <laughs> I will tell you what I would do, but tell me what you would do. Um, if you had to choose. If you had to choose, like you had no other option. Well, it I was either father, this or that. Is this me? You speak here. Am I as a parent? As a parent, let's even assume you're the one for whatever weird reason. Mm-hmm. You're the one who is the parent now. You have to choose between providing mm-hmm. at the expense of being physically available for the kids, or being available, and maybe the spillover energy is now directed towards getting some resources together to send them to school, get some other, you know convenience in place well i mean i think it's important for um the family to be comfortable so i'd put energy into making sure that the family is comfortable that's a vague political answer it's not a vague political answer you've asked me would you Mm. be available would you be available Mm. and have no resources no income or would i Mm. be working 
and not available. And I said I'd put my energy into making sure that the resources are available. But you have to go out and make it available. Yeah, right? exactly. So, so you would rather go out there. It's not about rather. If I'm put in a situation mm-hmm. where I have to and I don't have a choice, I will provide. Because for okay. me, it doesn't make sense. How many hugs can I give my child if the child mm-hmm. is crying for of hunger or, or the rain is like beating? Uh, so make okay. sure so you put the energy on, on resources. Yeah. For me, um, if it's a, if it's a I will do the same. situation. Because I would rather be called a, a terrible parent. I know that my kid is has survived through through childhood. I will try to make it up later in life, but I would not stand um, being there physically and you're suffering. Doesn't make sense if a yeah, child gets yeah. sick and there's no money to treat the child and yeah, all the hugs. I don't know what sense. kind of love that is. Love is sacrifice. Is misappropriated well. love, you know, my own opinion anyway. So that's my own opinion though. As a man, honestly, first instinct, even by socialization, even by anything, uh, naturally, I just want to make things comfortable for you, you know, in terms of materials. Anyway, 30 minutes gone past one o'clock and uh, we're going to just go on a break right now. When we come back, we'll begin fully on the dish. Your favorite Lagos Talks podcasts are now available on all online podcast platforms. Simply search for Lagos Talks 913 on your preferred podcast platform. Lagos Talks 91.3. Join the conversation.